BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. This is episode 17. And I am here with Mike and Brad from the podcast called Too Old to Date. Welcome, Mike and Brad. What's going on? Thank you for having us. Thanks for being here. So let's introduce you guys a little bit. Um... Uh, let's Brad you go first <laughs> what do you want to know um, where are you from how old are you and um, what is your current relationship status okay uh, I am from Detroit Michigan been living in New York for 10 years I'm 33 years old about to be 34 and my current status is I got dumped two days ago <laughs> wow that is perfect timing yeah. for the podcast thank you for being here in your state it's, um, it's been a, a process yeah well um we're going to hear about that for sure. Um, Mike is just going to introduce himself first. Um, Mike, tell us where you're from and um, how old you are in your current relationship status. Well, I'm uh, 36. I was born in Chicago, grew up in Columbus, Ohio. Also lived in Savannah, Georgia before moving to New York. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm in a good relationship right now. Great. I'm so happy for you, except I'm sad that I can't set you up with anyone. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Brad... You were in a relationship for how long that you got just dumped? I don't know if it was fair, if it's fair to really call it a relationship. Uh, for two months, I was dating someone, but for the last two years, I've been single and just going through, really just going through the motions of dating. So to meet someone that I was excited about was exciting, <clears throat> and I probably got a little too like overeager and overexcited. Mm-hmm. Um, knew that I was diving in faster than she was. Still disappointing mm-hmm. when it ended two days ago. Mm-hmm. And just for my curiosity, and hopefully our audience who is now into Zodiac, um, when's your Zodiac sign? When's your birthday? I'm an Aquarius. My birthday's oh. on February 4th. Okay. And uh, Mike, when is your birthday? Uh, I'm May 18th, so I'm a Taurus. Oh, interesting combo, guys. You yeah, how, very how different that jive people. as friends? I don't know. Oh, we are uh, No, you guys, you guys definitely right. vibe as friends, but you're just like different people. Yes, we are. Most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, yeah. I don't want to glaze past Brad's breakup. You don't want to glaze past it? That's a term. I don't think so. Yeah, it is. Glaze over yeah, something. You, you glaze, glaze over it. Glaze yeah. over it. Yeah. You, I don't want to glaze over it. You don't want to, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to brush it off because it was a because it happened while we were on a double date. Well, it, so that's wait I, this, the, the breakup happened. Sort half of, of it. Yeah, that's so, so awkward. Way we were supposed to go on a double date. We were going to go to a dinner. Do you and think it was too soon for the double? No, we'd done it before. Oh, we went okay. on a hike together. We'd actually like gone out of town on a hike, like in a, as a part of a big group. Okay. Um, she'd met them a couple of times, but. She came over to my apartment before this double date, mm-hmm. started the breakup. I was determined to not have my night ruined, forced her to come out, which she was 
fine. She actually. What, what do you think? She was like a good sport the whole time. Oh, I had yeah. no idea. Wait, you went out after you broke up. So the the conversation never actually got to the breakup. We had to cut it short because we had to go meet them. She started the conversation. She started with, "I don't see this really progressing mm. into a full blown relationship." I was like. Your timing is shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's absolute garbage. Yeah. We're going to go out with my friends anyway. Right. And it wasn't until the next morning that she dropped the hammer. Oh, yeah, yeah. So for me, it was a very different night than for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And did she say what the problem was? Or she was just like, this isn't working for me? I don't want to reveal too much sure, about sure. her. Mm-hmm. But what she said was that everything was fine, but that she is closed off and a little bit damaged. Mm. And I think it was more about her than it was about me. Yeah. I'm perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, naturally. But when you have a breakup like that, Mike, I want your opinion too. Like, what is is that a legitimate reason? Um, That she just wasn't... Well, it sounds like she just either didn't want a relationship or just wasn't that into him, mm-hmm. to be honest. Like, it sounds like he... Because I, I, I know Brad, we talk often, and he... I, I'm familiar with his work. Yeah. And he <laughs> t- talked a lot. Like, you, you were emotionally invested in it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you were... And at that point, because you kind of get over this hump where you're all in, like, where you're kind of dating other people, and you make a conscious decision to say, you're the person I'm going to go after and I'm going to focus on. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when they kind of pull the rug out from under you a little bit. And mm-hmm. then um, it's because the most difficult thing is like you get over this person. It's hard to say that I picked them and then they didn't choose me. Right. right. And then it's also hard to get back out there and start doing the dating thing again. So I really have no ego around it. Like I, she kind of warned me from the beginning that she was closed off in that way. She never let me into her life in a way that seemed pretty substantial. So when she broke it off in the last few days, it was actually pretty easy to decide to move on again because Mm -hmm. all I lost was her. I didn't lose like a bunch of friends or or anything like that. That being said, the other piece that made it not so hard was I don't, I don't think she was ever deceitful about what was going on. Mm -hmm. Like a few Mm -hmm. weeks ago, we almost had like a define the relationship conversation and she backed off that. And so the writing was a little bit on the wall. Right. Well, you said it like day one, you're like, she's just like me, but she's pretty so I think she's going to hurt me. Right, and I was like, I hurt people's feelings. She's definitely going to hurt my right. feelings. So you knew from the beginning. Like, why continue it when you had feelings that you could have kind of seen, as you said, the writing on the wall? Sure. I think it's pretty hard to find someone that you really connect with. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty cynical and dark mm-hmm. for the most part. And on our first date, this is like kind of fucked up, but we had like a very candid conversation about like suicidal ideation. You bring that up with most people on a date, they're gonna like run the other way. Yeah. And she was game. And she knew that like that's not about being suicidal. That's about like being open to talking about fucked up stuff. Can you elaborate on that exactly? I can tell you the entire story. So I have a skin condition that I wanted to get pills mm-hmm. for. And my doctor was like, So if you have suicidal thoughts, you well, should tell what's us the condition. So psoriasis. We- okay. Pretty much. And I'm sure a lot of people out there me have and, psoriasis. Me and Kim have friends. <laughs> you, Kim, and some friends of mine. Um, and I was like, I want to get on these pills. This is like, a, it was a weird first day thing to bring up in the first place, but she was mm-hmm. also cool talking about that. Yeah. And they were like, if you have suicidal thoughts ever, you should tell us you shouldn't get on the pill. And I was like, but I want the pill. I've definitely thought about suicide before. I'm <laughs> right. not telling my doctor about this. But right. she thought that was funny. And a lot of people when I've told that exact series of words to her, like, yeah. what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? No, I mean, not to be so fucking dark right now, but I think everyone has had 
a suicidal thought and that doesn't mean i want to kill myself but that's just like whoa i wonder like what would happen so where were we suicide oh great (laughs) (laughs) Um, so i think we have to um wrap up the suicide combo but let's like end it on a positive note um you were joking with your doctor. You got the meds. Uh, did, did everything work out? Yeah. Did you have increased suicidal None. thoughts? No. There you go. Makes me a little nauseous every day, but aside from that, it's all good. Does the nausea make you want to kill yourself? No, not at all. That's all that matters then. I oh. want to kill myself less because my skin is nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so, Mike, let's talk about your new relationship. Yeah. Um, how new? Uh, well, we've been together for just a year now. Oh, we passed the year mark. Just a year. Well, we just passed the year you mark. You should be should proud of it. I am. Yeah, we've been yeah. living together for the last few months. And oh, it's been great. that's awesome. Is yeah. she your age? <clears throat> she is thirty-four. Okay, and how did you guys meet? We met. We're both in a running club, and oh. we met that way. So, she how was, did you find out about the club? Um, I uh, let's see. I was just. Is it like a Zog Sports thing? No, it's like I needed something to fit in my work schedule. Mm-hmm. And they, I live close to Central Park, and they meet in the mornings in Central Park. Mm-hmm. And so I, it was just like a pure scheduling thing. And mm-hmm. then I ran as, actually we both ran as a part so of it. So you guys are literally that like meme of a couple running, essentially. Yeah. Well, she's much faster than I am, so uh-huh. I'm much more behind her than, yeah. than, than that. What, that is it, would, what's, what does it say? It's like, this could be us, but I hate running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's 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 that's how we start and then I yeah yeah but it is their whole life like you go on running vacations yeah ran the New York Marathon together sort of except she was like two hours ahead of you she was many hours ahead of me yeah she could have watched a movie after she finished (laughs) that's hilarious um that's awesome well I'm I'm really happy for you guys and I Mm -hmm. hope that you can still talk about your prior single life yes she does not listen to too old Great. to date, so Great. That well. love it. What does she do? Just out of curiosity, uh, she's a an uh, ER physician. Oh, that's really sexy. Yeah, until she shows you pictures of poop colored yeah. dildos. That's don't less sexy. don't ever Wait, look through her photos. What? Why? Someone got a dildo stuck up their ass. Uh, uh yes, a very old man <laughs> did that. Oh my god! Yeah. How? Uh, he was. Uh, well, he was putting it up his ass. Like, that's <laughs> yeah, but like, did he sit on it accidentally? Like, uh, that's yeah, a good I think question. he just lost track of it when he was going to town on it. Yeah, it was just up how there. loose is his ass? All the way, I guess. Oh I guess would be the way my to say that. god! Maximum. I don't know. That is uh, crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the term. So, but I would say it's how time. does your girlfriend feel about your podcast? Um, she's happy that I'm happy doing it because I get a lot of joy out of doing it. But right. she, she, we. We made an agreement where she actually doesn't listen to it. Like, she oh. listened to, like, the first season, and we sat down, and she was like, I don't want to listen to this anymore. And I said, I don't want you to listen to this anymore. Because it's right. like, who wants to hear about their significant right. other it's a lot. and their, all their exes' stories? It, it's a lot. When's her birthday? Her birthday is April 18th. Oh, she is an Aries. Yes. That's a great match. Yeah. We're like the meme. What makes That's that a great match? That's my uncle's birthday. I'm going to see him after this. Um, what makes a great match? Um, a lot of different things. Um, in the zodiac, it's usually like two signs, you know, that have like characteristics that can withstand each other. Um, in real life, it's it's very similar. You know? So what I meant was like, so he's a Taurus, she's an Aries, right? What makes that good together? Um, they're both very headstrong people who like ha- like feel like they want to have a purpose in life and like do things and like they're motivated. Um, and um, you know they're like both uh, what's it called like the the 
what's the animal of your sign? I'm bull. Yeah, they're both like they have, both have horns. You know, oh, oh. like you're both stubborn, like in a good way. I think. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, but she runs your relationship. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's how it should be. Oh, is it? Yeah, the guy should love the girl just a tiny bit more than the girl um, loves the guy because women are more trustworthy in general. Less likely to stray. I think that's true in the beginning. I don't know if that's true all the way down. Like, I mean, it's ebbs and, it's an ebb and flow. Right? Um, I've, like, heard, I've heard this a lot, that the man should love the woman just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I think that that's like healthy all the way through. And I also don't think that Mike loves Brie more than Brie loves Mike or vice versa. I think they love each other the same. She just controls that relationship. Yeah, I mean, it depends. Like, do you care if somebody else is in control? Like, if you don't, then why does it matter, you know? It doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, like, some guys are like, okay, yeah, plan my wedding and tell me where to be. And, like, that's awesome. Like, there's no problem with that, for sure. Um, It just depends. Like, everyone wants something different, so it's really interesting. Like, do you consider yourself, because she's in control, do you consider yourself, like, a beta person? Well, not like that. <laughs> well, no, I, I actually, I actually don't. I actually, there's no other way to put it. I know. I actually think that. Um, well, this is anybody who thinks. Well, I, I think it's actually a pretty equal relationship. Yeah. Um, she is a very organized and um, individual, so mm-hmm. I will go along with that. Mm-hmm. But I, at the same time, like in my own personal life and like my work life, and before I met her, I was also, um, I don't know, very together. So mm-hmm. not. From my mental standpoint, not, not that much has changed. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, let's move away from your relationship, because okay. <laughs> like, she's going to hate me. <laughs> um, I think we've said nothing but nice things. Yeah, no, we have, but like we've said things. I mean, and by we, I mean me and you, Brad. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. awful. Yeah, Good thing you added that stuff out. a garbage <laughs> human being over here. No, I'm just kidding. I get that um, So, okay, so Brad... Um, and Mike, what dating apps like were, are you on or were you on? Um, let's look. Let's look. So right now, mm-hmm. the ones I actually use are Hinge, which I like, mm. and JSwipe. Oh, you made it on the league. <clears throat> Good for you. I think I made it on the league because I have a popular food Instagram. Mm. Like I was 30,000th in line and then one day oh, they bumped tell, me up to tell the Tell the world about your um, food Instagram. Oh, so I run a uh, Instagram called Burger Weekly mm. and it's exclusively, um, except for when I feel like it. Burgers. And that's Burger Weekly, if you but heard that wrong. you also went to an Ivy League school, did you not? I don't think that... First you off, went to an Ivy League well, school? So you I, don't lead with that? No, because I did a dual program between Columbia and the Jewish Theological Seminary of America, oh, which doesn't sound as not cool. Not as hot. Which one of those two is the Ivy League? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I didn't put that in my league profile either. Okay. Um, I really think they, they found a, a, a lot of followers on a food account. Yeah. I did not get accepted into the league, and I'm looking for any reason that possible. That is so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I honestly, I have to tell you, I didn't either. I hacked the system. I was working with a coder, and we figured it out, and I just like wanted to check it out, so I got in immediately because we hacked it. Um, so fuck you, the league. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually think the league sucks, too. I mean, it's it's very few matches a day, and people don't talk, speak to each other. Like, they don't connect as much on it. Yeah. Whereas I think Hinge really pushes conversation a lot, and, and it's worked out really well for me. Yeah, Hinge is awesome. Um, and then I just think Jewish women tend to be more attracted to me, so J-Swipe has been Oh, great. yeah. No, oh, my God. I actually have, like, so many people to say are you are you a jew i'm you're a, a jew. huge jew you're a jew you're yeah. zach's cousin yeah um we i have 
I have some beautiful juice for you. I'll take it. I have. <laughs> I have nothing yeah. but time now. <laughs> I have. Um, great. We'll, we'll discuss that. So let's talk about too old to date. Great. Where did it come from? Are you? Do you guys believe that you're too old to date? So that's not really what the title of the podcast is supposed to mean, although what it is, is it how everyone takes it. <laughs> the idea was, so Mike uh, is divorced, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I want to hear about that. Was married <laughs> through all of his 20s. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and so when he became single again, uh, the whole dating world had changed completely. Mm. It's from what well, you can... Well, I, I mean, I hadn't... I met my ex um, in 2000. Mm-hmm. And so from 2000 to... 2011, we were together, or even longer than that, like 99 to 2012 or something. So you um, met her when you were how old? I was 19. Wow. Yeah, so we, I was a sophomore in college, mm-hmm. and we met, and then we got married right after college, and we were married for a while. Where and did you go to school? Uh, at that point, I was at Ohio State. Okay, and that's where you met her? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's also why I probably didn't get into the league. But that's <laughs> um, did you, wait, where did you say you were from again? I was born in Chicago, but I grew okay. up in Columbus, Ohio. All right, cool. And, um, so during that time period, the online, like all types of dating had changed entirely. It mm-hmm. went from like, we didn't even have, we barely had cell phones when mm-hmm. I met her. So the idea of going from that to a uh, swiping app was such a foreign concept to me. Mm-hmm. And where is she from? Uh, uh, she also lived in Columbus, but originally Atlanta. Okay. Um, so, so I just said that like getting back into it was it was just this process where you feel like you've been away from because not only have you been away from dating but the entire world has changed out from underneath you so i just kind of felt too old to do it yeah so that's and it was just a catchy name i think yeah Mm -hmm. i think we came up with it on the couch and we never thought of anything better right um but so the concept of this it's a uh, good name yeah it it works and also like when we advertise it people ask us a lot are you too old to date and my response is always i hope not but why don't you help me find out Mm -hmm. um and Mike came to me with the idea of doing a web show about dating, um, and we started writing it, and it was too expensive to produce, mm-hmm. and I thought, well, why don't we just make it a podcast? No one's ever, as far as I know, no one's ever done a scripted comedy podcast, definitely not about this subject. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike thought I meant, let's do like your kind of show, mm-hmm. like an advice show about dating, and I was like, we are not capable of handling that yeah we're not doing that no i mean let's just take the scripts that we've already written and make them an audio show we'll get a narrator Mm -hmm. um and people seem to like it from the beginning um we just take when did it when was that when was the first episode a year ago we we aired the first four at at the same time happy anniversary thank you on both accounts thanks Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah 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 we i literally uh my first date with my girlfriend was, was the first episode was the first day that we recorded yeah. so i left the recording studio and went straight to a bar to meet her oh right that that's when we very like everything happens for a reason to yeah me. yeah and right I, and i told her all about what i was doing just so i could get it out of the way so it wasn't like a funny thing later yeah yeah, yeah. and she was chill about yeah it. she was cool with it mm-hmm. and the show is mostly true stories mm-hmm. uh, we change everyone's names that aren't us mm-hmm. um we change typically change what they do for a living the only thing we keep is what happened on the date and like maybe what neighborhood they live in because what Matt. neighborhood you're in matters yeah it matters so what's the craziest story so you can entice people to listen to your podcast like that you've you know heard from a guest or that has happened to you okay how about we do this i'm gonna say your craziest story okay. and then you can say mine because i think that's perfect. We'll judge better. okay perfect okay so i think perfect. mike's Rather craziest story is uh <laughs> um and it's the only one that we've had like a live 
like sex scene for on the show. What? But uh, Mike came. There used to be a place called Joe's, just called Joe's. It was a bar on the Upper West Side. And I remember he showed up one day when the owner and I are, are hanging out, and he's like, "Check it out. I'm going to go out with the first black girl I've ever gone out with." Mm-hmm. And we looked at her photo. I'm like, "Dude, she's young. This girl looks like she's maybe 18." Yeah. And he was like, yeah, "I'm trying something new." Yeah. Um, I think I think her profile said she was like 24, 25. Right, okay, but I was like, legal, yeah. oh, definitely legal, but clearly not as old as she was saying she was. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't want to like put too much effort in because the age gap was so big. He was like, whatever, I'll just try to booty call this one. Mm-hmm. She comes over his apartment. They start fooling around a little bit. It becomes very clear that she's a little bit unstable. Um, and after they start hooking up, she gets very emotional and reveals to him in sort of a roundabout way that she used to be very recently a prostitute what yeah holy shit so that was our season two finale was it about uh, that yeah oh it's season two or season god. three yeah continue which that's my mom because i know she listened to it oh right. god wait so so first of all had you used a condom oh yes yes <laughs> okay like three of them <laughs> no yeah that works when did she she reveal the prostitute after sex though uh after after sex yeah okay and well, it, there was a lot of strange things that were going on. Like, she knew the doorman in my building, mm-hmm. which she never fully explained. She was like, oh, I've just been in oh your building a lot. Oh, my God. And I was like, well... What building was that? It's on the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. It's just like a regular Upper West Side building. Sure. And I was like, well, did you used to live here? And she said, no. I said, do you have friends here? She said, no. I was like, well, then <laughs> how do you right. know the doorman in my building? Those are the oh. only two. Were you a delivery So did person? she explain why she, how, or how she became a prostitute? No, she pieced. I pieced together a lot of little bits of information. Mm-hmm. Like, she'd been in my building a lot. She'd just gotten arrested. She hadn't moved back into her parents. She had a lot of money. Now she didn't. And the things she said during the sex would indicate. Can oh. I ask you an intimate question? Did you go down on her? I did not. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. That's a lot to take in. So... The actress how, who played her on the show was amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, it, the, so the irony how, is, so we wrote the sex scene, yeah. and, and I'm so awkward, I wrote all of these sex scene words and moaning sounds mm-hmm. for the actor, like an asshole. I wrote mm-hmm. them all for her, yeah. and I said nothing during the sex scene. It was like, narrator, woman, narrator, and I just... When she was recording it, I yeah. hid in your bathroom. I was like so embarrassed <laughs> yeah. for everyone. Yeah. It, was, it came out really well. I need it came to out listen well. to this episode. Yeah. Where can people find it? Uh, uh, you can go to tooldtodate.com or search for Too Old to Date on iTunes. Great. And But what what episode? It's, it's oh, season... Oh, so that... It's the season two finale. The episode's called Michael Abides. Okay, great. And um, Mike, tell me Brad's craziest story. Please um, don't talk about piddle pads. Come on. What are, what are piddle pads? So... What the um, fuck? Uh... Brad had, so we had hung out earlier in the night. Brad had said that he had having really great text interactions with this woman. He showed me a picture. She was uh, attractive. Mm-hmm. Um, she was exactly Brad's type. He was like, you were genuinely excited about this because she was funny and she was witty and you guys had good banter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About 10 o'clock at night, he, I get a text from him saying, I'm going over to her house. If you don't hear from me by 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, here's her address. Um, and I said okay and then the next day I saw him and he told me about what happened basically he had gone over to meet this woman um, you left out like all the red flags (laughs) well yeah what okay okay, what what were the red flags so first off we also when we were together earlier in the night I'd been drinking a lot so I was ready to meet up with her even though yes we talked a bit and it had been good but there 
had been a decent amount of red flags. One, she had disappeared completely at one point. <laughs> um, and when she came back, she was like, sorry, I had something weird happen with a guy and I was feeling kind of weird about it. On the way over there, I was in a, an Uber and she asked me to pick up a, a dozen pink roses from the bodega by her apartment. I told Mike that. Um, and he was like, okay, that's fucking weird. I was like, yeah, that's really weird. What, I, she asked you to get her flowers. Yeah, but you guys were meeting down by the bodega, right? Not yet. <laughs> I asked her then to meet me at the bodega. Which seemed like the safest, smartest decision other than just going straight to a stranger's well, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I feel like I'm getting set up for something weird. So I stood kitty corner from the bodega, waited for her to show up, and she was the girl from the, her dating profile. Mm-hmm. But she was... Uh, Oh, but wearing. she was wearing uh, high heel shoes, like frilly lingerie type shorts, and like a regular tank top, but like full makeup. Mm-hmm. And I showed up, and she was like not making good eye contact. Like clearly, something was off. Mm-hmm. It turned out there was a lot off. Mm-hmm. Um, she took me by the arm. We went back to her apartment. Mm-hmm. Indeed, there were wilted pink roses in her apartment that she swapped out with these roses. But that matched the everything else pink in her apartment. Everything in her apartment was pink. And, um, the apartment smelled pretty bad. It smelled like dog pee, and that was because there were piddle pads, hence the name of the episode is mm-hmm. Piddle Pads, all over the apartment. Mm. And the dog was like 18 years old and didn't go outside. Holy it shit. Was, it was like a weird, jittery, That's so creepy. old, scary That's dog. like dog Grey Gardens. Yes, right. it, it, it had a very <laughs> Grey Gardens vibe. Um, and I want you to keep that environment in your head for the rest of the right. story. It's also oh. really warm in her apartment, and I'm pretty drunk, and I'm getting like kind of <laughs> tired. Um, and the stuff she's saying to me right off the bat made me think I, I should leave, but I'm feeling lazy. I'm not going to leave. Um, she's saying things like, so I'm recently sober. I had a serious drug problem. My friends haven't started accepting me back into their lives yet. My family has pretty much ostracized me. Um, Sorry. I can't Sorry. believe you're ignoring Grandma Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> love you grandma um, should we get her in for this story <laughs> yeah, we, we might have to uh, then she tells me the reason that she had fallen off the face of the earth a few days earlier was that she had been out with a guy and he had asked her to go to the bathroom with her where she went down on him though she didn't want to go down on him but then why did she go to the bathroom with him um, she talked about like what his cum tasted wait, wait, like wait, 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 wait she went down on a guy in the bathroom at some rooftop bar on your date no, 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 no. We didn't go on a date. Our whole date was just in her apartment. It was in the bodega okay. with the flowers and the heels. Okay. I, I just needed to clarify that because um, that would be so epic. And she gave me so many details about what she did with this guy. And then I noticed she had a little bruise on her chin. And I asked her what that was about. And she was like, well, then we went back to his place and he was a dom and he like beat the shit out of me. I was like, there's a lot of Holy honesty here. Holy shit. Um, so at this point, I've decided I'm not going to hook up with her. I feel like I know this girl. I, I hope not. She... <laughs> She lives in Manhattan. Wait, um, can you say who it is? I'll, I'll, I actually don't I swear remember I her name. Keep it. Okay. Yeah. I do have it written down somewhere, but I yeah. don't remember it off the top mm-hmm. of my head. Um, she. So I. I'm like. I'm also like. I'm really. Like I mentioned a couple times, I'm, I'm pretty drunk, and I'm like, is it right if I just close my eyes for a minute and then I'm going to go? And she said mm-hmm. yes. And when I woke up, she was going down on me, and. What had really... Hold on, I left out an important part. The other thing she said about this guy was she was upset that he made her wear a condom. So now I'm thinking this is a girl who insists on having unprotected sex with strangers. Oh, my God. And now I've woken up. Why are you still at her apartment? I I don't have a good answer for that. Because he was making bad decisions. Right. But I've asked her to stop. or So I ask her to stop. She doesn't stop. And then I'm like, okay, screw this. I actually grab her, throw her off of me, 
go to the bathroom, start like washing myself off as if that's a thing that you can do. And the dog is in she the had bathroom. Magic soap. Right. Magic STD soap. And the dog's in the bathroom staring at me as I'm doing this. I'm like, my life has really hit a low point. Um, I walk outside and she's in a, the fetal position crying, saying, like, this always happens to me. I'm too aggressive. Guys keep coming. Uh, you know, guys will come up and they'll come up to my apartment and then they decide they don't want me. Like, there's something wrong with me. I'm like, I, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, that's so, holy so, shit. So then I left. Um, and I'm really worried that what her reaction is going to be like she has this bruise on her face i rejected her is she going to like cause trouble and i was so relieved when like an hour after i woke up the next day she sent me a text saying i'm sorry if i scared you off and i was just like i appreciate the apology goodbye right and that was the end of it Mm -hmm. i feel so bad like what do you what is a how did first of all like what do you do about a girl like that you know Nothing. She's living her life. I can't. But I can't like, deal. do you think that like there's any hope for her to find a guy? Like, do you think there's any guy that wouldn't be scared off? By oh, that? she's got eighteen other problems before she ever finds a relationship. Yeah, she like, needs to get her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. she needs to stop blowing dudes in rooftop bathrooms. Right. And yeah. then, that's true. Yeah, and en- enough with the piddle pads. Take the dog out. Yeah, that's fucking. Disgusting. I'm sure the dog. That was a couple years ago. Now the dog is gone. Oh, may he rest. <laughs> So those are the two of the more extreme yeah. episodes. Yeah. There are also episodes yeah, that are, are just crazy. about like more run of the mill mm-hmm. things everyone can kind of relate to. Mm-hmm. Totally. Like who pays for a date? Who? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, who does pay for a date? What are you going to do if if she um, offers? I, I've said this. So I've been and Brad laughs at this. I've, I've been on over a hundred dates, and Brad thinks that's amateur hour. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's <laughs> so uh, in that amount of time, I've. There's there's three things that can happen. There's because mm-hmm. I I can the bill comes mm-hmm. I go to grab it. She reaches for a purse, which is great because that allows me the opportunity to say no thank you. Like no no I got this, mm-hmm. and she can say thank you, and that's mm-hmm. the ideal situation. Because mm-hmm. uh, Brad says if it's actually not my, I stole this from like an Australian dating expert, but mm-hmm. it's uh, if a guy doesn't if a guy doesn't pay on a first date, you shouldn't go on a second date, and if a girl doesn't offer to pay on a first date, you shouldn't go on a second date. I don't so much believe in that second bit. Like, if she doesn't offer to pay, but she says thank you, or, you know, because sometimes you just get nervous and you don't know what to do in that moment. Mm -hmm. But it's a nice little dance. Like, it's a nice little, like, I'm doing this thing because I'm a gentleman and you're showing appreciation for me doing this thing. And it's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, I've only only had one... There was one woman who insisted on splitting the bill with me. Yeah, me too. That's only happened to me once. Yeah, and I was fine. I'm totally fine with that. I wasn't, you know... I have any problem with that. Did you see her again? No, I did not. Did you? I think once, but she was just not for me. Mm-hmm. It, regardless of the money so thing. why do you think that she insisted like on on both accounts i think hillary clinton had a lot to do with the one that i when i was and this was before hillary's uh presidential why run. please don't say anything bad about hillary i have nothing bad to say about hillary okay, but so um i just sure. remember that she was on hillary's uh, i think 08 campaign hmm. and was just very much like women should be as you know primary as men and i feel uncomfortable letting you pay at all that's her prerogative mm-hmm. yeah yeah, and, and what about you, Mike? Uh, same thing. She just said that she felt that if, if we were going to go into a relationship, it should be equal footing. And she was, like, geared up for a fight. And I was like, no, that's fine. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm really fine paying half the amount that I was planning yeah. on. It's great. Oh, you just wanted to split. Yeah, she wanted to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And no, I've never had somebody straight up pay. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Right? No, of course not. <laughs> no. I mean... <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> That's actually really funny. <laughs> 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 what a ridiculous thing to say. <laughs> you fucking idiot. 
Um, my problem is, like, even if I go on a really bad date, I can't bring myself to let her split it. Um, yeah. So even if it's a bad date, you can't let her split it. I just, I wish I had that ability because I would have a lot more money in my bank account right now, but I just right. feel yeah. weird yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Do you guys work during the day? Um, I'm assuming you're not, or, or do you just do the podcast? So? No, I'm the VP of marketing for a nonprofit organization. Oh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Congrats. It's Thanks. great to be involved in charity in some way. I enjoy it very much. What is the nonprofit called? Maybe people will donate after listening. Um, we actually don't accept donations, but if they want to tell people oh. to participate, okay. uh, it's called Onward Israel. Even better. Yeah. Um, and it's for mostly for college students and recent college grads who've gone on birthright mm. uh, to go back for eight weeks on an internship to Israel in the summer. Wow. Yeah, it's really cool. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, the Jew, on behalf of the Jews, I thank you. Um, and what about That's a you, bold statement on behalf of all the Jews. I just assume that the Jews agree. We yeah. accept. Like, what Jew would be like, not me. Like, um, <laughs> um, okay, Mike. Um, I work, I'm an artist on animated movies. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So what, what kind of movies? So, um, it, the company's called Blue Sky Studios. Mm-hmm. We j- just came out with a film in December called Ferdinand, uh, about Ferdinand the Bull. Oh, so I'm going to see it, yeah. yeah. Is it still in theaters? Uh, it is. <laughs> cool. <laughs> you committed to seeing it before knowing it was still in theaters. <laughs> well, I could, it. I could still see it. Yeah, it, it I hope it's not playing in, like, only Long Island City. <laughs> no, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a golden... Globe nominated animated feature. Wow! Um, did you get nominated? Not me personally, but my oh. the film that I worked on did. That's, but, I mean, um, that's you basically. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Fucking awesome. So we did that. We've done uh, two Rio movies, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of Ice Age movies, mm-hmm. Peanuts, Horton Hears a Who, all that good stuff. Wait, I love Horton Hears a Who. Yeah, that was us. That is literally like one of the best animated films I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. They um, won't let me tell my dating stories in Disney. the movie. So. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's all Fox. It's all Fox. Well, we're, we're, yeah, awesome. it's us, and then we got bought yeah. by Twins. So you Fox. went to film school. I went to animation. I went to art school, and then I went to animation school. That's really awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's your favorite animated show? Uh, like animated movie or animated animated TV show? Animated TV show. Um, uh, well, uh, I I do really like Rick and Morty. I was just gonna say, yeah, Rick and Morty. Probably it's it's great. Um, you're more it's of definitely a like a stoner guy, show. I really like BoJack Horseman too. I really. What I, actually, channel is that on? Is that also that's on, on Netflix. Oh, and it's one of the yeah, it's one of the smartest. Shows I've ever seen. What about South Park? South Park was great. Mm-hmm. South Park was great. It was. It sure was. Wait, why was? This season it... was rough. Yeah, really? but they they've been on for so many years. I mean, I, I don't mean on the air. Why I mean, was this on their season game so bad? Some... I didn't watch. I I think that kind of sums it up. Like no yeah. one was like, "Hey, you got to watch this season of right. South Park." Yeah, I didn't hear a word about it. Yeah, I can't, I've watched a bunch of it. I can't tell you a single thing that happened. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, so going back to dating for a little bit, Mike, when you were single, when was, um, I guess this is the opposite of when you were single, but Mm -hmm. when was your longest like relationship before your one now? Um, I like three dates. I went, I had the like 12 year relationship and then I just, I just for like four years, I was just cycling through very short relationships. If you can even call them that. So can we dive into the, um, like just when you first got divorced like what was dating like like was it something that you set up front was it something that you waited like third date um i let the conversation kind of naturally flow with it mm-hmm. for 
some people it would just I, I never hit it I would never lie about it mm-hmm. I was never always that uh, I never came right out and said it mm-hmm. but I usually like to get it out there pretty early because it definitely did stop some people from seeing me like the, yeah. I, I definitely had some people saying like I don't want to be with someone who's been married before was it and did you lose any like good ones that you were like wow that really sucks cause... I did yeah like yeah yes I did that's that's hard like that's not that's upsetting to hear because i feel like and i think i actually did a poll question on this recently like that people would date someone who's divorced sure and i think i i said this so um for our podcast i Mm -hmm. went to a a matchmaker Mm. and she was going through all the things that you like she was asking me would you date somebody who was this would you date somebody who was that mm-hmm. and she said would you date someone with kids and i said i said yeah i think so and then she said well i know someone and the second she made it real mm-hmm. i was like i don't i don't think that's best for me <laughs> mm-hmm. so i think some people in their minds say they want but right. i listen i get it if if you want to do the marriage thing with someone the first time mm-hmm. through that's all you my point was like i never i never stressed about it cuz mm-hmm. it's like not being tall like there, mm-hmm. it's just something about myself i couldn't change was so. it um if you don't mind me asking was it like a nasty divorce or like were, well, are you on good terms you talk now? we talk yeah we talk on occasion now mm-hmm. i mean no divorce is good mm-hmm. anyone who says like we just flew through the divorce is lying to you right um they're all pretty awful in 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 weird ways mm-hmm. but anyone who's been through a bad breakup knows how that goes mm-hmm. um you just have to do that plus like go to court with the other person and right. declare before a judge that you don't want to be together anymore. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, but it really is like a good life experience to go through mm-hmm. that so you can kind of uh, recenter yourself. And that's actually the whole dating, the difficulty of getting back into dating after a divorce is you're redefining yourself in these new roles mm-hmm. and just trying to figure yourself out again. Mm-hmm. So. I have a friend who dated uh, someone who was divorced and she actually was the one, I think, that got burned by the situation because it didn't seem like it was like the right timing like it was the girl after her that he ended up falling for you right. know what i mean because like you never know when you're healed or not right yeah totally um, i mean i know that i was pretty broken there for a long time like i didn't how, because like how i didn't long did it take you out of like if you think i mean literally it was probably a couple years before mm-hmm. um i didn't even know how to emotionally get to the next level in a relationship like i didn't understand how but that when worked. were you like dating again thinking you were over it and not being over it oh um i would say yeah i would say probably i mean i was getting back into dating maybe six months to a year after the divorce Mm -hmm. um but you're just kind of doing it to do it and you don't really know it's just like nothing ever feels like did you have to break a couple hearts because you were like i can't like probably yeah definitely Uh uh-huh because it is and and it's one of those things you realize about dating is that everyone's on different timelines i guess or different wavelengths Mm mm-hmm and it sucks sometimes because you'll really like someone, but you have no idea what they're going through in their yeah, life. That's so they, they may not. So yeah, um, yeah, but they may legitimately have a thing going on that mm-hmm. you don't know about. Mm-hmm. Totally. So. so something I want to ask you guys about, which I feel like you know about, or maybe have talked about on your own podcast, um, are sex clubs, like secret sex uh, societies. Mm-hmm. Have you have you heard of any? Um, so I have a good friend whose name I won't mention who before he got married this past summer, mm-hmm. was, like, a sex club guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a male friend. And I have a female friend who actually lives in Florida now who was taken to a lot of them um, when she was in a relationship here in Florida, in New Orleans. She, like, became a little bit of, like, a sex club tourist. Mm-hmm. Ah. Um, I don't know that they're so secret. I think they're pretty easy to find out about yeah. if you're inclined. How do yeah. you find out? <clears throat> Internet. 
It's more difficult for well, Craigslist. Like what? No, I just think like Google, um, and then advertisements for them. Yeah, show but who up. wants to go join a sex club they found on Google? I think anyone who's interested in joining a sex club wants the top of the line. I hopefully. guess. Well, for one thing, I think Mike. What Mike was about to say. If I'm if I'm right, it's true. It's easier for women to find a good one than it is for men to, or at least yeah. to get into them. Well, because most of them require, if you're a man, that you have a woman with you. Or two what? women with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because most women can go by themselves, mm. but for a man, because that... That's yeah. fair. Yeah, of course. Um, and the... So when I was... When, like, my buddy would send me the, the websites describing mm-hmm. them... Uh, they'd all be like, this is top, not, I wouldn't say top of the line, but like, this is very exclusive, da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. And then you can, I don't know if it's Yelp, but I think it's Yelp. You can check reviews on Yelp about these places, and the reviews are, oh are very God. different yeah. than the way these things are sold. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, like couches were kind of like crummy, and yeah. not so much like the, your typical... Where like, are the clubs usually? I think, there, I know there's one in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, some of them move around. Oh, they're not like pop-ups at people's apartments? No, I think they would like rent the same space. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Oh, it's but, the TGI Fridays down the street. But I don't know. Like, I don't know. Because I was talking about it with some friends this weekend. And we said that, like, there's... One friend had heard of a sex club that's, like, you know, top of the line or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. And, like, everyone's really hot. And you don't have to fuck. Like, you could also watch. Which also makes no sense to me. Because, like, who wouldn't just watch then? You know? I think... I think some people want to go for the first time and just yeah, watch yeah, and yeah. Then it's true. Go back. But they said they brought friends like and you know one friend who they thought would love it and one who like is more like prudish mm-hmm. and uh, it was actually the one who they thought would love it that was like not into it and like the prudish one who was like so obsessed and like had no idea that they were gonna be and then they ended up like staying and you know joining this sex club which it's crazy I guess uh, but. It's like, it doesn't seem like you get any emotional satisfaction from it. Um, do you agree? I don't know. Okay, so I... How do I describe this person without revealing who they are? Someone I knew in Detroit, mm-hmm. still know in Detroit. He was married. Um, and he and his wife started frequenting sex clubs. Mm-hmm. He is now married to someone else that he met at the sex club. Wow. And I think Straight she... Straight out of like an episode of Sex in the City. For sure. And she was, I think, for a brief time, also dating someone else she met at the sex club. Now she's single again. But he mm-hmm. got remarried. And now they're like a Brady Bunch family of swingers. So, I mean, the kids are Did children. They, would they so. still swing? I have no idea. Yeah. I just... It was also like news in my hometown that this happened. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So some people are able to do that. But just from my own personal preference and perspective, I don't think I would get much emotion out of that. Mm-hmm. And what about you? Yeah. I, I also think it's like a physical... Mm. Um, Thing. And also, it's just like a curiosity thing. Like you just want to, and it's a pretty. I mean, it, it's a pretty safe environment to be mm-hmm. experimental. Right. Um, yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good thing overall. If that's Do you think it's into. like for people who can't get sex elsewhere when they're single? No. Or no. like, are some of these people in relationships? I don't think people who can't get sex elsewhere would do well at a sex club. I think you have to be sex confident, right? You have to be a little mm. bit sure of yourself to be able to go, especially if there are people watching you. So you have to be like. Uh, Someone who has had a lot of sexual experiences. Or at least has unearned confidence in your sexual ability. Right. right. Yeah. You have false confidence. That works well there, right. too. Sure. Yeah. Um, but if you don't know how to talk to a woman or a man, whatever you're into, you're not going to do better at that because it's in a less intimate setting. Yeah. Right. It's weird to call that less intimate, but mm-hmm. that's sort of how I see it. 
it's, yeah. it's very interesting to me. Would you would you guys ever want to swing? Like when you're like married? right now? When, <laughs> when you're married? Um, I don't think that's what I want out of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've known people that have done it, and it's they're yeah. very very happy in their relationships. Mm-hmm. So it's all to good for them. Own, I but guess. I don't think I would do it. But like I've been in relationships where that was part of like the role play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that was a fine place to for me that was a fine place to leave it. Mm-hmm. I'll put it this way, and I guess this goes back to me being a beta. Is that <laughs> I would never uh, initiate it. But if mm-hmm. I was with somebody and that's what they wanted to do, right. Like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say no right away. I'd be mm-hmm. like, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, I would, I would allow that to. That's that that's to very nice and like open minded. I like that. Yeah, once you go through divorce, you're pretty open minded. <laughs> <laughs> like if this makes people happy, then then sure. go crazy. Totally. Um, what are some deal breakers for you guys? Like, um, so this last breakup has me thinking a lot about deal breakers mm-hmm. in general because I was like, this chick's perfect, but physically was actually not the most perfect. Like. She, I, I, this sounds like no, it's okay. Okay, it's so okay. She, she's very pretty, mm-hmm. and like her face was like the exact type yeah. that I go for all the time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I remember like when we hooked up the first time, I was like, oh, that's not what I expected, and I didn't care because mm-hmm. I was so into her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess I don't have the deal breakers that I thought I had physically. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you remember like a little bit before that, I went out with that girl in Queens, and she was a smoker, and I hate it. Yeah, the smoking and, is a big one. But I was really attracted to her, and so I didn't care in that yeah. moment. Mm. Um, and then this time around, I'm like back on the apps, and I'm seeing people from like Hoboken and Astoria. I'm like, man, that's a pain in the dick to get to from my apartment. Yeah. But I'm pretty lonely right now, so I don't know. Maybe it just like fuck no, it. No, I'm telling you, like I know some really great people that live in Hoboken. Yeah, I, well, I don't think it's a character flaw. I just it's yeah. just like a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah. But that it's it's just as like much of a pain as like um, like Brooklyn Heights or something. For sure. Yeah. You know. But I'm on the Upper East, so yeah. So that's a pain for some people too. Mm-hmm. Actually, there was a girl on Tinder today. She was in Clinton Hill, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, "I'm on the Upper East. If that's a deal breaker for you, so be it." I understand as a joke, and then she unmatched me. Never again. No way. For real, I was pretty surprised. But whatever. No, better you know now that she well, she'll never get the joke. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. For sure. She'll just never get the joke. She said my hair looks good. I was so happy with that, and then unmatched. You do have nice hair. <laughs> Thank you very yeah. much. You both have really nice hair. That's why we're on a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> right? I mean, so no one can see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, deal breakers for me. I, mm-hmm. I mean, there's all the basic ones. There's geography. Yeah. I don't like smokers. Um, but I guess we, we did a podcast about this that I went out with somebody who just called everything weird. Mm-hmm. Remember that? It was oh, just I like, hate that. Like, oh, that's weird. It like, really sucks. It sucks. You're like, what? Why are you doing that? Like, be more open-minded. I actually more... had a friend that did that once, and mm. she it, she would call me weird. Like, everything I said was weird. But, really? like, I am weird. You I know? think so it's, like, one like, of the meanest you things you friendship? can say to someone. Yeah. It's mean if you are saying it in a mean way, you know? But, like, if, like, there's a positive, like, if I'm, like, you're weird. Yeah. Like, I like that, you yeah. know? Then that's great. But, like, if you're, like, saying it in a derogatory way, then that's fucked up. Yeah, if you're like, isn't it weird that yeah. this thing looks like that? Oh, isn't that crazy? Your friend is so weird. But when right. somebody if somebody tells you a story about what they did, and they go, "That's weird." Like it's, ugh. it's right. just like it's like you're worthless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like, what I do a, is great, and you're, you're shutting. Just yeah, you're like, shutting them down too. Like yeah. I, I just recently was talking about like how easy it is to be negative, mm-hmm. and like how just anyone will go along with it. Like if I'm like. 
that's ugly. You're like, yeah, I agree. But, like, it's just, you know, so much harder to actually put yourself out there and, like, say something yeah. different. And that's why it's that much meaner when someone says, that, says that's weird. One of the, the things I've been noticing lately is when... So, New York is filled with restaurants you want to go to and mm-hmm. clubs you want to see and, like, just the thing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Lots of it is that I'm finding annoying is like when I find a, hear about a new restaurant mm-hmm. that I know a friend of mine will like, right. I will text it like, hey, there's this new Moroccan restaurant that's right. opening on the Lower East Side. I really think you're going to like it. Yeah. And their response is, oh, I know about it already. It bothers me because it's like, that's wait. That's so rude. Like, I, underst- I understand that you know about it already, but, yeah. but also understand that I heard about a thing and I thought and, about how th- it right. would make you happy and I went out of my way to message you about it. <sighs> and like, I'm not, oh my God, I'm dude, sorry, that, buddy. That pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I just know you like Moroccan food. No, th- that's actually <laughs> such a good call. Like, I, I have a friend that does that and I'm, like, I think of them and I'll, I'll send them a text and I'll be like, and they'll be like, I know, I know. Or like, we'll be talking and I'll be like, Oh, that's that's terrible, and they're like, I know, but like it, you don't like you don't fucking know. Like, like it's it's so annoying. Yeah. Like, and if I am gonna say that, which sometimes I do, I'm not innocent of that, but I'll be like, I know, I totally agree. Like, you know, we should go there together. You you gotta give them something. There's, if they said, if Brad had said. If if the response was oh I heard about that place we should yeah, try it sometime. I heard yeah. about it too. totally better Let's yeah. check it out oh I'm yeah. so excited not about just it. like thanks like noted but I already knew like, like I, sorry about I'm not your fucking news alert yeah. I'm your friend who's right. trying to tell you a thing I'm actually Literally. a real shit about that when it comes to like news so like I to- I think I told you this when you first brought this problem up to me yeah I mentioned it to Brad the other was day. like uh, my best friend from college will always um, text me about like the news of the day yeah. And I read the news when I wake up in the morning. And I I'm have usually friends, like, yeah. motherfucker, I already know because for some reason I take it as an insult that right. he thinks I don't know about these things. But really, he's yeah. asking me to talk with him about right, right. the issue. Again, oh, that's cute. And I need to get better about he that. He heard yeah. a thing. Right. He thought of you. Right. And he went no, out I actually thing. have a very similar situation. And then like, so I, I like, I read the news obviously, but I also live with a news person. Hey, what's up? Um, so Anderson Cooper's in the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Anderson texts me like every day, like before the news breaks. Oh, sorry, I'm just so Grandma, popular. Grandma Barbara. Um, and Anderson uh, texts me like every time there's an update. Um, and so now, like, I'm just so ahead of it. But I, I have friends that like will text me and be like, yeah, like, like two hours after Anderson has, and be like. Terrorist, uh, terrorist attack like on the West Side Highway, and I'll be like, "Yeah, I, 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 I'm aware, but thank you for looking out." That's you know? better. You always have to say something, right? But I'm, then, but it's funny because I, I did say that, and then I tweeted like, "It's funny when your friend texts you the news, but you already fucking know the news." <laughs> and my friend, my friend saw it, and she was like, "You're such a fucking bitch." Yeah. <laughs> tweeting is way worse. <laughs> but like, I wasn't even doing. I had no. I was happy if she had found it. I would have laughed, which I did. You know. You were just stoked that someone was reading your Twitter feed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one does. No, seriously, no people do. My my best tweet ever is like I think it has seven likes, but that's like huge for yeah. 2018 Twitter. Um, we are getting low on time. Um, I want to hear your favorite date spots in the city. 
I mean, uh, mine are usually catered to like where she lives. <laughs> That's very um, thoughtful, and all guys should follow that. So yeah. that was one of the things when I first started dating that blew my mind. That because mm. I would talk to somebody and I, they would say like you know hey I'd like to take you out sometime right and I would just say where do you live mm-hmm. they would t- like what's convenient for you right. they would tell me a neighborhood I would pick a spot in a time and I had probably. I don't know. Almost every woman I wanted to date with, oh, I really appreciate that. And I'm like, how else do you do it? Like, how right. else? Right. I guess it's like, I don't know. Where do you want to go? Right. It's lame. So I went on a date yesterday with a it's girl lame. in Greenwich Village. Mm. And I was like, yeah, let's meet up. We'll go to Ampersand. And then I was at lunch with my cousin yesterday. What's Ampersand? It's a bar in Murray Hill. And I got it confused with a bar called Analog, which is a bar. Oh, I know Analog. Yeah. Analog's I feel like I've great. been on a date there. Um, and the date went really well. Great. But the date at Ampersand would have been a disaster. This is post-dumping? Yeah, this was the next day. I just, oh my God, I just good gotta for get you. Right no, I do the same shit. Um, so Analog was awesome. Ampersand would have been a disaster. Um, but yeah, there's like good good spots in every in every neighborhood. So like Anal- uh, Analog's a great one um, in Greenwich Village. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Upper East, uh, I really like the Daisy or Bondurant, mostly because they're on my corner. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that. Where do you live? On 85th and 2nd. Okay, cool. You, not far from my parents. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get on the Upper West. My grandma lives there. Gallards uh, <laughs> is good. For, for me, um, and this isn't a good first date spot, but a good like second, third, fourth date spot is a yeah. place called Shalel. Have you been there? Yeah, so our is friend... Is that kosher? It's not. It's Turkish? Oh. Yeah. Um, it's a friend of ours, Aaron, he just went there and he like said it was the best date he's ever had. It's, it's and it was great. a first date. And it's it's great because it's it's unexpected because it's like on 70th and Columbus, mm. maybe 69th, I can't remember, but it's in a it's in a basement bar. Mm-hmm. It's like candles everywhere. Um, it's just like really cool. Uh, they they use like the natural basement space, like the concrete and stuff. But it like it feels like you're in an old you're like an old Italian or French awesome. bar. Yeah. Like it's it's great. It feels like it's 400 years romantic. old. I like Manhattan Cricket Club up there. Yes, that's good. Um, yeah. So that's uptown. Cool. And then downtown, it's easier because there's a lot of good stuff. Mm-hmm. I like I like the other room a lot for a date. Yeah. Or that's another room. Good suggestions. Or any being other room. Out. Any other room. Hopefully, um, everyone is taking notes. Yeah. Um, any last words for uh, some single guys um, and not single guys out there? Uh, just be nice, single guys. Mm-hmm. It seems to be harder than it should be, but I work with all women, and all their stories are mortifying. Just be nice to people. Mm. Make, um, yeah, and make a plan. Yeah, when you when you're like asking, right after the the first date. Yeah, don't mm. if if you're gonna ask somebody out, ask them to a thing at a time. Mm. Say I would like to take you to ampersand. Mm-hmm. Was the other one Am- <laughs> analog. analog? Don't take them yeah. to ampersand. And, and, and what about for girls? Um, would you say don't say uh, whatever you want to do? Um, uh, for for women, yeah, for women, I would just say. Um, I would say don't take anything personally after a first date because it's probably not about you. Mm. It's probably about their bullshit. What about after yeah. a third? You can start to take it personally then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then it's about you. Yeah. Then it's you. Change. Um, I would say for uh, for women, uh, stop canceling dates an hour before the date. I, I devoted my night to this, or mm. or you know at least That's, lie to me, like because you know, you know you're, you're gonna want to cancel so it. Right. Just um, lie to me the day before. So I feel like you're week. talking yeah. to me personally. And yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's like it's it's. I mean, I was talking to Brad, yeah. 
I mean, it was like rapid fire texting that you do with your friend. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what are you up to tonight? Oh, I've got a date. Oh, that's cool. Oh, she just canceled. Right. Like, not because anymore. she saw a friend at the gym and wanted to hang out with her more. She was honest with me. But, that's honest. But I'm like, yeah. I'm not going out with her now. Yeah. Wait, but that was she the second said time she did I canceled because I saw a friend at the gym and wanted to hang out with that, that friend. That's exactly correct. It's usually the plague. At that point, yeah. yeah. There's no. a plague striking Manhattan that makes everybody sick the day I'm supposed to go on a date with them. Like, that, that was... Insane. It was... It's a nasty, nasty cold. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for the interesting insight, um, and I can't wait to check out more episodes of Too Old to Date. Everyone else should check it out also, tooldtodate.com, um, and on the podcast app. What I call it the podcast app, but it's really iTunes, right? I think it's really Apple Podcasts. Okay. It's, it's any of them. It's on Apple Podcasts. Too. We're um, everywhere. Yeah, so check them out. Write them a review, um, and then write me a review. Um, you guys used to do that, and then you stopped. Maybe it's because I stopped asking. So thank you guys again, and um, write me a review, um, and also rate us, rate both of our podcasts. Give both of our podcasts love right now. Um, follow Too Old to Date on Instagram. Is it just Too Old to Date? Mm-hmm. On Instagram, great. Twitter, and, Facebook. And um, we met at Acme, same deal. We have like 20 twitter followers um it's really sad because i feel like more than 20 people listen so please make it right on twitter on facebook i really don't care just stay off facebook um but just make it right on twitter and um participate in our polls on instagram and any last words now or never guys thanks for having us on yeah we really appreciate this thanks for being on um hopefully everyone enjoyed this and this different perspective yeah peace